0: Forty-nine is deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, D Clark, Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99, don't get it twisted, one and all with five time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice, down the sideline, NDB, greatest owner of all time group, Walgreen, Bill Bellich, with all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget. Hello, uh, I am Najee and I'm joined by Lee Hurricane Gowland. Hello. Hurricane Gareth Blizzard. Yeah, hurricane. Uh Gareth Blizzard Hellas. Hello. And Paul Cyclone Hope. (laughs) Hello, I like it, Matt. And this is your 49th Faithful Weekend Weather Report. Uh, This week, we're expecting snow with cloudy periods, especially when the Packers have the ball, as well as a storm of Debo touchdown. Right now in Lambo, it is minus 11 Celsius, and expected temperature will probably drop to about another elimination for the Packers. This weekend, forecast calls for a low running game uh, with highs of 30 points for the red and gold and as lows at zeros for the green and yellow. Um, now with the wind chill factor that could pull us in a record low of minus 20 QBR for Aaron Rodgers, um, the conditions are perfect for the feared Niners rushing attack. But if you're heading out to the stadium, please remember to avoid frostbite by shouting and supporting for San Francisco as loud as you can and warming yourself with a nice melted cheese sandwich. And now back to the 49ers Faithful UK podcast for the spot.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah. So that's the, that's the thing that's going to worry me most about this game. It's going to be yeah. the weather. Um, yeah. And, uh, and uh, thanks the intro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: the intro wasn't scary at all. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And funnily enough, today, this is what I've been doing. I've been looking at the weather forecast. I've been trying to figure out um, what the coldest game the 49ers have played in over the recent few years. And it does it does have us concerned because I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, if it's really cold and it becomes a running game, it's going to play into our hands. Yes mm. and no, we are a running team, but we haven't recently we have an experience running in this type of weather it's obviously going to affect players and how to hold on to the ball so i can see there's going to be a lot of turnovers in this game
0: yeah Mm. yeah for sure i I looked earlier and it said minus 12 minus 11 uh, by the time we play uh, which is kind of kind of cold yeah (laughs) yeah just a bit kind of very cold um i mean i've played in kind of obviously nowhere near as cold as that but i've I've played close to zero or at least at various practice because we, we play in the summer but and as as it's very hard at first but uh, as soon as you get running and you get you know your heart pumping and all that stuff then you kind of tend to forget about it the, the problem is hits hurt a little bit more And everybody that's played the game will remember getting a fake cage on their fingers or something like that. It it just hurts way more and way longer than usual. And balls are extremely hard, which is um, a nightmare to catch, a nightmare to kick. It's really hard for kickers. Um, it's quite hard to throw as well because you know it's yeah you just hardly any grip to it. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's the main concern and the fact that obviously we're coming from California and they're kind of used to it. Especially Rogers has been up there for a, for a while. But I mean that aside, what do you what do you guys think? I mean we've obviously we played them in uh, in week three, I think it was. Yeah, week three. And we and we lost by uh, a. You know, field goal two points. I think it was a one
1: point. Currently, two, two points. points two,
0: two points. points. Yeah. I mean, they're they heavy favorite. Uh, five and a half.
1: So that uh, really books me. Moment. That really
0: books me. Forty-seven over under, which which means yeah, it's kind of weird, but also I understand why. Um, they do they did it finish. You know, number one, and we finished number six. So, I get it. I get why.
1: They, they did, but obviously, I mean, that takes into consideration the games right at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. A lot has changed since then. And yep. I, I think, I mean, don't get us wrong, I don't mind being the underdog, don't mind it at all. But it does bug the life out of me, some of the things that the analysts are saying about um, how the Packers are heavy favourites for this, mm-hmm. purely because they're the number one seed. Well, you know what? If you have a look at some of the games that played against teams in the playoffs, there wasn't more than one score in it on a few games it was like three points two points and then some of the bad teams have played towards the end of the season and they haven't done that well against them in those games recently so I think if you look at the last two or three games let's say four I was going to keep it a three because that meant we had three wins but let's say four games because I mean we did up against the Titans that's the game that we lost and number one seed in the AFC and we didn't lose that game because we were outplayed, we lost that game because we made mistakes. Yep. And you look you at the last few games, and to me, I, I think we're the better team. On paper, we're the better team. Looking at the rosters, I think we've got the better roster. I think we've got the better defence. I think we've got the better offence. I think what's going for Green Bay at the moment is they've got Aaron Rodgers. That's yep. that's the one thing that is going gone for Green Bay as far as the roster is concerned. And then obviously the playing at home. And you mentioned about um, cheering for the, uh, for the red and gold. I think there's going to be very few 49er fans getting yeah. to this game because of the go, nature yeah. of the ownership of, of Green Bay. I, I can't see very many uh, Green Bay Packers fans want to actually sell the tickets to 49er fans, especially yeah, given what's happened the last two, two <laughs> yeah. 49er road games and we've yeah. taken over the stadium. So I think it's going to be a much different game come Sunday night. I yeah, think they'll sure. play a part, sure. but at the end of the day, these are professional athletes.
0: Yeah, they'll for sure. In, well, if, job. So if we go back to, I think if we go back to week three, I think why we the, the, the really reason why we lost that game is we couldn't run the ball. Uh, we were really struggling and I think Trey Sermon played that game because we lost Mitchell and we'd lost obviously most of week one or before that. Um, and Wilson wasn't back yet. So I think we were really struggling in terms of running backs and um, and clearly not what we've got today. Gareth, do you think it's going to change? Because we really struggle week three. Do you think we've improved? Do you think it's going to be a whole lot different running game?
2: Yeah, well, I think it's it's clear that we've improved in this back end of the season uh, across the team. And maybe uh, Jimmy has not been particularly good in the last three games. But I'm, I'm going to contradict Lee slightly, I think. I, I personally think the worse the weather... The more the game will become even, uh, and the the Packers' weapons are Devonte Adams and and Aaron Rodgers, and if you take that away from Green Bay, what have they really got? They've got an okay run game, and and there are other pass catchers and what have you around, but I think that that suits us, and we've got people say yeah from California and what have you, but and you mentioned the cold; it's affecting players. But look, Robbie Gold spent what 10, 12 years mm. in Chicago. He'll be alright. Jimmy came from Eastern Illinois. That's exact, not exactly tropical. Um, you know, Nick Bosa went to Ohio. Ohio is pretty cold this time of year as well. So I think you know it's not just the, the teams based in San Francisco, but the players have got a, a, are going to have a range of experience of cold weather games from their from their college days or, or even their high school days. Plus, sure. should so- it ever be needed, of course you have got Trey Lance on the. Uh, on the bench there. And uh, North Dakota, I think, makes, makes Green Bay look, look posit- positively tropical. So-, so what I'll say about that, Gareth, is, is
1: I know where you're coming from. Yes, we do have players from all over. Um, so it's, it's not necessarily just about the team. However, mm-hmm. Californian teams are 2-12 and 12 playing in Green Bay in December and January since 1950. That's mm-hmm. including the playoffs. San Francisco makes up that too. They're the only (laughs) team. That is one.
2: The performance of the Rams or Raiders when they were in LA or Oakland, you know, yeah, well, (laughs) a statistical quirk. Anyway, Paul, if you're still awake, mate, um, running game, I think, was the question. It was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to run it. And the worse the weather, the better.
3: I mean, like you said there, Naji, a lot of people are focusing on week three. And you're right, Sermon played. And if you go back and watch the tape like I've done, we had to rely on Jimmy in week three. The run game didn't get going. And I think a lot of people forget we nearly won that game. You know, we got beat 30-28 to 28 and it was well documented. Like Lee said, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. And Before anyone blows up my Twitter mentions, I'm not speaking anything controversial there. And I think, Nadji, we've got two elements that were going into this game we didn't have in week three. A very capable run game. Mitchell and Debo Samuel, yeah. and a very capable pass rush, which I know we're going to get onto the defence. I mean, if you're looking purely at each team's running game, lads, I would say we've got the clear-cut advantage. Oh, yeah, we, know, we know Shanahan's going to run the ball, run the ball some more. And if you go player versus player, I know Aaron Jones and Dylan got people a lot of fancy points and they've combined for over 1,600 rush yards and 17 touchdowns between them. But I'm going to go back to that most valuable player in the league, Debo Samuel. Who? Yeah. <laughs> All-pro.
0: All-pro Debo.
3: All-pro Debo, as, as Najee's got a, a knack for giving the nicknames. And working from home this week, which means I can watch Good Morning Football, Peter Schrager has been shown our boy Debo the love, and it's been brilliant to watch. And you just look, that touchdown against Dallas, I think I must have watched that. Fifty times today, let alone the other <laughs> times of the week, and the confidence, and I, and I am confident in our run game. I'm confident in Carl Shanahan. I'm confident in our offensive line. So, to answer your question, Nadi, I do think that will be a strength of ours. So, I am positive mood. I'm looking forward to the game even more. So now, Lee, you've pointed out that those
0: stats. Yeah, Lee. So my question to you in the running game is to give me a, give me a ball prediction about our running game right now a
1: prediction about our running game? Yeah, team yardage will be over two hundred yards.
0: Nice, nice. That's that just sends me right back to that NFC championship, which you know, I've, ultimately, I think both teams haven't changed that much since then, and the only difference is going to be the weather. So, I think I think we could win that game uh, exactly right like now. Um, but let, let's talk. Let's talk about the main man, the guy in the center, and that's that's Jimmy. It looks like. The sprain shoulder isn't affecting him too much. Uh, obviously, the finger looks like it might be a call for a couple of bad throws here and there, maybe more. Um, I'm kind of confident now that he's got like, two two bad games in a row almost, you know, because the Rams was good in the second half, but that's about it. Um, and I'll, I'll stay firm on the fact that last week we had bad Jimmy at the center. Um I reckon he's going he's gonna to show up this week and he's just going to maybe throw 18 times to less than 20. Um, but, but I think he's going to be clutch. Lee, do you think we're going to see good Jimmy uh,
1: up up there in the snow? I think we are going to see good Jimmy. I think we're going to see good Jimmy for large portions of the game. and Just so we've we been balanced here. I don't, think, I don't particularly think Jimmy played bad last week. I thought he had some throws which were absolute garbage, but I don't think he played bad. He led the team, and, and to me, that's what a quarterback does. He leads the team. Um, it, it's pointless getting into the whole conversation about <laughs> what we classing as good or bad here uh, because we all know it, what s- subconsciously what we're classing as a good quarterback is actually an elite quarterback. That's what we're talking about. We, we're not talking about somebody who can actually win games because, let's face it, Jimmy can win games. And if that, was the, if that was the measure for what good is, Jimmy's good. So I thought Jimmy had a good game last week. I thought he had some throws. He, he probably's won back. Um, but he led the team, which is what I wanted him to do. You can see the rest of the rosters behind him. He's the guy. He's the leader. I think he's now getting to that stage as the playoffs are progressing. Um, he thought the Rams game may have been his last game and he actually said that to Juice. So I think as it goes on, He's just got that little bit extra motivation to actually show Shanahan what potentially he's going to be missing next season. If indeed we do get rid of him, because that is not guaranteed. That is not it's guaranteed. There the, the is something in the back of my mind that is. If we go all the way here, Jimmy's still going to be quarterback next season.
0: I don't think so. I think somebody will make us an offer and we won't refuse it.
3: But
1: well, yeah, the, but- the, the is that.
3: Can, Back you to imagine, can, yeah. can you imagine the narrative, Najee and Lee, if Jimmy goes into Dallas, beats the Cowboys in Dallas, he goes into Lambo, beats Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, he goes on to Tampa, beats Tom Brady, and then on the Super Bowl where he avenges Mahomes. Let's say, Lee, how are we going to get rid of a quarterback who's done
0: all that, what I've just said?
1: Somebody offers, yes. somebody offers you two first-round picks, you take it. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Even, even the one, you, yeah. you just take mm. it. Um for sure, but but back to Green Bay. Um, um so, so, sorry, so but,
1: Paul? I mean, back to your question, yeah, I think he's going to go in and I think he's going to have a hell of a game on Sunday. Uh, sorry, Good. yeah, technically, technically, <laughs> I was Saturday right there. <laughs> well, technically, I was right. It is Sunday morning for us, yeah. It's
0: yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention to everybody listening, we're we're playing late Saturday night at 1.15. Um, Paul, well, what do you think? Good yeah, Jimmy, bad Jimmy.
3: I mean, I, I, sold, I sold the dream there. If you go back and listen to the previous pods, we've called a Super Bowl run. And Jimmy got a lot of hate. And what I was going to say, Lee, what I've loved this week about our group, look at the energy. We haven't been complaining and nitpicking about Jimmy yet. He threw the interception. And we said in the last show, the good thing with Jimmy Nadji, he throws it, he gets out of his system. We won last week in Dallas. If you jump on Twitter, I'm sick of saying, Trey Jimmy, Trey Jimmy. Let's just enjoy this run. With the number six seed, no pressure on us. Like we said, arguably, Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback, the pressure's on Aaron Rodgers. I agree with what you said, Naji I can't see him thrown for more than 20 times. Um, and I've just got this weird feeling that there may be a Jimmy G moment that we're all leaping off the couch but celebrating. So what about you, Gareth? Do you reckon Jimmy G? Are you, are you joining me back on the positivity? And I know Neil Watson is definitely pushing for us to hype up uh, Jimmy ahead of Saturday night struck Sunday morning's game.
2: Yeah, you know, we're in the playoffs, Jimmy. Jimmy is instrumental to, uh, to getting us there, that game against the Rams and, and some of the other performances he put in on the, the back end of the season. I think you're right. I think even if the weather wasn't perhaps too much of a factor, I think Jimmy's number of attempts would be still be limited. Uh, our identity is, is getting the ball uh, to, to Mitchell, and to Debo in the backfield uh, and running it down their throats and to side to side and doing that over and over and over again for for 60 minutes and wearing down the defence. We're not going to move away from that. Um, And Green Bay probably know that. And it's their challenge to stop us. Their run defence has not been particularly good. They do tend to pick up quite a lot of interceptions. I think uh, there's a good chance uh, uh, Jair Alexander will be playing. Uh, he, he certainly got the, the potential to to make a pick in him. Um, and our O-line uh, has been good. So there's there's all these sort of conflicting battles. I just want to see Jimmy not make one of the stupid passes because he he doesn't have to do much. He can stay in his comfort zone, particularly in this sort of game. It's going to be short passes. People have got cold hands and uh, it, it's going to be a factor in, in the game. And I'm pretty sure Shanahan is, is going to have a good... Uh, a good plan for that it's it's going to be a bit spicy the the Packers will certainly feel like they owe us one uh, as I think Naji said it's the same basically the same team that got embarrassed um, this time last year in the NFC uh, uh, championship game so some of those guys are, are going to be desperate for a bit of payback but we're going to know that uh, and I think you, you've covered it we've got nothing to fear uh, and it's all on Green Bay because they're expected to win and they're at home. Uh, I'm just hoping that the potentially they've lost that little bit of momentum having the, the bye week, which can work against you. Uh, they, they played their, their uh, second-string players, I think, against the Lions, certainly for most of that game. I think uh, I'd read somewhere that the previous game had been the Vikings and they'd gone up against the backup quarterback. Can't remember his name. Yeah, back, uh, Manion, Steve. Manion. Steve Mannion. Steve um, Mannion. So, you know, maybe their intensity might drop off a little. Can they get hot for this game? Whereas I'm, I am confident that we're going to be well prepared. Uh, the, the the players are still going to be buzzing from that Dallas game. Uh, I don't know if you saw, you know, some of the videos. The the wonderful picture of uh, uh, Trent Williams um laughing at the Dallas Cowboys fans. I've just seen a bit of footage where where the players are walking off down the tunnel getting the abuse and they're loving it. The smiles on their faces, they're waving at all the Dallas fans and the the Dallas fans are are making a similar hand gesture back. Should we should we just say that? So I I think they're going to be uh, uh, up for this game and I think it can be a smash and grab. I think if we can hit them hard early in the game, get them behind, get that crowd a bit quieter. Uh, and then hopefully uh, see out the game. That's
3: so, what. That's one of the things I was going to touch upon, Gareth. The video footage say after the game, and I saw Shanahan do his you know speech, and they give the game balls out. Him and Jimmy, the hugging, the board, the atmosphere. Like you said, that that image of Trent Williams, that's got to go in the Louvre for me. that, that mm-hmm. is awesome. To be fair, Gareth, I sent it to my mate. who's was a Cowboys fan, and he was loving it because he said he'd seen the video, and he was like, "That fan just looks stupid." The weather, like Lee touched upon. I was watching the highlights earlier of the Kaepernick game when he went into Lambeau. Yeah. And there was one where Kaepernick throws a ball out the sideline and it should have been intercepted. And the defender drops it. And the commentator at the time was saying, oh, his hands must be cold. He wasn't ready.
1: And uh, To, be, to about- be fair, though, Colin Kaepernick used to throw that ball with some velocity. I I'm surprised he still had all of his fingers, the defender.
3: I'm trying to put a a positive spin on because I went back Gareth and I watched week three
1: this afternoon
3: and the pick when Alexander picked off um, Jimmy and we forget it was quite a decent throw from Jimmy it was a really deep ball a Kittle and I think Nadji said it on the short time it was a great play by the defender Mm. and like you said hopefully on Saturday night Sunday morning Jimmy doesn't need to be making those kind of throws you know I'm hopeful of a big game from Kittle this, this weekend you know good morning football we're talking about our we talked upon it on the last show we said everybody in this offense has to block and they're all loving it and the highlighted kill the other day on the show and they were saying he had one catch against dallas yet he was probably the biggest hype man coming off the pitch like you said there gareth you know the footage mm-hmm. and i think you're right we've been in playoff mode since you go back even to the titans game we had to fight to get into these playoffs and like you said gareth Packers, maybe they are going to be a bit cold, who knows, I'm I'm feeling confident but I suppose all four of us feel like that in the run-up to a game and it's playoff football, if you don't want your team to win then there's no point in being here is there really
1: Going back to what Gareth said earlier uh, about the players coming from all different parts of the country, you need to remember that Jimmy came from Michigan Mm. That's where Jimmy grew up. Jimmy's used to playing in the cold. So maybe we do see a really good game from Jimmy, and he does throw the ball quite a bit. But we'll have to wait and see. As far as as far as being worried is concerned, I think, I said at the start of the show, I, I think we're the better t- team of the two on paper, both and what, watching it uh, on TV, so it passes the eye test. I think the game in uh, week three, we can forget all about that because... That was just a completely different team. We, we've we come on leaps and bounds as far as the defence is concerned in both the, the players actually progressing. We, we've obviously got better cornerbacks than what we had in week three. The uh, defensive coordinator it is calling a better game than what he did in week three. And I think overall, and, and definitely the defensive line, I can't wait to see that defensive line go up against Green Bay. I know they've got the offensive line linemen back, but still, I, I don't think they're have as good an offensive line as what the Dallas Cowboys did and we got to duck time and time again You've
3: got to remember as well Lee Armstead moved full time defensive tackle in week 8 and since then our run defence has been one of the best in the NFL, Yeah, that wasn't the case in week 3 when I went back and watched the Packers game, honestly they were consistently setting up favourable down and distance against us on the ground so again Armand Rodgers wasn't doing it all on his arm we were giving up big chunk players. And like you said, Lee, going back and watching some of those throws to Adams, I think, oh, Josh Norman. Again, I'm trying to be positive. He was 34, <laughs> off the couch. We know what he could bring. And like you said, Lee, hopefully he's not on, on the field on Sunday morning. So, and I, I just wanted to big arm set up because I thought he had a great game last week. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, like you said, Lee, hopefully we can get to Rodgers as better as we did in the 2019 game because. One thing he did do against us in week three, he got the ball out quick. I think it was like 2.4, 2.5 second release. We need to basically get at him. And I think our front four will be relishing getting at him. And I'm hoping, like I said, we can use that gif of Rodgers on the floor with the helmet around his face. (laughs) That'll be getting tweeted out if we win that game on Sunday morning. I can guarantee you that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference as well. And I don't know if you guys talked about it, but... We've got good corners now. <laughs> we we, we yeah. didn't really in week three. We, we had E-man, but I think that was one of his worst games of the season. Um, and now we've got Ambry Thomas, who clearly is playing quite well. And hopefully he can um, play as well as he did for the last you know, four or five weeks. So, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm a bit out of the loop, sorry. But um, I think our defense is so much more improved and their offence is basically the same as they, what they were in week three which to me gives us the edge you must have talked about Balsa. I, I think he'll play
1: oh without a shadow of a doubt um, he yeah he's practicing in fact I mean looking at the uh, practice report the injury report it looks as though both teams are going to be at full strength because everybody that's on the injury report has had at least a limited practice or two um, some players that I wasn't expecting having full practices have, um, so I'll share. I was expecting being limited all week, but he had a full practice yesterday. So right. it's looking good coming into the Green Bay game, and obviously those pieces that we've gotten back over the, the past week or two, the likes of Greenlaw, who's now had two games to get up to speed, we know what he's all about, we know what quality he can bring once he's game fit. Alshieh, obviously, he missed uh, two or three games towards the end of the season. He's had that game last week where he was used sparingly, but he hasn't got a bigger gap to get up to game speed, as what Greenlaw did. So hopefully, come come Sunday night, the players that we need to have big games are game fit to have big games, and I think I, I truly believe that's what is going to happen. Um, as far as how the Packers attack us. Paul's just mentioned about Rogers getting the ball out quick. That That's fine. If he's going to get the ball out quick, he needs to take into consideration the temperature. The ball's going to be harder, as Natty it? says. It's going to be harder to catch. And this is where people have turned around and and saying the run game is what's going to be king on Sunday. And yeah, I mean, that, that has to give us the advantage. It's got to it give does. us the advantage, yeah. which is why I'm so surprised we are five and a half points. Um, sorry, the Packers are five and a half point favorites over us. Yeah, you're know yeah, not just crazy.
3: because of Rodgers though. Like my mate, who's a who's a Packers fan, he's normally bullish, and I know he tunes in. Even though he's a Packers fan, to be fairly, he said if we beat the Packers, he'll be the first to congratulate me, and he wants us to go on and win it <laughs> if they get beat. But he's very confident because of Aaron Rodgers. And you yeah. look on Twitter, you look on the social media, it all. And like you said,
1: might not even come down to the quarterbacks, could come down to the running game. To, to be uh, honest, I think it's purely off the regular season um, win loss column. So it's, well, it's off the it's off the record of and the regular season. That's what I believe it is.
2: Well, I think you know there's there's a few factors that obviously go in Green Bay's favour in terms of that that sort of betting line. They've we've had a short week. It's a six day because we've got to go Saturday and Sunday. They've had a week off. Call that to points. They got home field advantage. Call that two points. I can kind of see why, where, where on paper, uh, they they're coming from. And I'm I'm more than happy. Make us twenty point underdogs. I don't think any of the team care. Yeah. Really, yeah. It, it's irrelevant. The betting lines are irrelevant to what actually happens on the field. So,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, that is very true. I right, mean, another interesting start. Aaron Rodgers will be in the Hall of Fame. What once he finishes, he will get elect- he'll be a first ballot. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's anybody can argue about that. He's been to the playoffs 19 times. He's only won 11 games. Mm. He's 11 for nine. Yeah. And yeah. considering how good he is, that's a well, pretty it's... poor return for how good he is.
2: It's all it's all someone else's fault, though, with Rodgers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and he it must...
3: might it might it might well, be he... again on Saturday. I... Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so, Gareth. But I like I like your positive. Like I said at the start, Lee, with a number six seed, you know, what what where's the pressure on us? I've already got my responses back, and and I, I go back to what I said. Looking forward to the game day thread. I am loving the positivity around the group. We're into the divisional round. Yeah, come and come and get your tickets, um, and not just for the Super Bowl bash. I mean, <laughs> Lee'll promote that later. Feels but. great, baby. <laughs>
0: Well, I think I think the one thing that kind of hit me uh, this week is that I, it, there's nobody that's going to argue that this season has been a success now, mm. I, no matter what happens, and and I think that's amazing, um, considering where we were, you know, the the draft we had, the f- the fact that. You know, we didn't really draft the first round pick because he's not playing, and (laughs) we didn't draft the second round pick because he's not playing. So we're essentially going, you know, with the the same pick because he's not playing. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. So we're essentially going with, you know, the same team as last year, which was obviously a massive disappointment because of the injuries and all that. And then he kind of reassures us into this is what last year should have been uh, us getting there and. uh, I think it was you, Gareth, saying that you know if you make it to the playoffs every year, you're you're a successful franchise. And you know as as we just said, Aaron Rodgers' record shows he's probably one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play. And obviously Mahomes is different kind of gravy. But you know in terms of pure quarterback in play, it's there's nothing like him. And he's only won one Super Bowl, and he's only won you know 11 playoff game. It's not easy. So I, I think I, I'm a lot less nervous than against the Dallas because I really wanted us to beat the Cowboys. Um, I think I'm just going to enjoy this one. I think it's going to be a cracking game because it always is against the Packers. It's it's very fast becoming a a, a rivalry again. Um, that there's just we seem to be playing them every year almost, and it's always a big game. So. I'm enjoying that because you know it's it's a cool franchise. Uh, the, the Packers, they're not you know they're not the Cowboys, they're not the Seahawks. Um, and I yeah, I just think it's going to be a good game. But I, I yeah, I think we've got the edge. I I don't know. It's something in the back of my mind that we haven't had a single easy game this season, and I think it's about time we get one.
3: Yeah, um, well, I was just tested. about to say, Nachi, um, Lee loves a stat. You think about the division we play in football arguably the toughest division in football. We've had eight games this season against playoff teams. 47% of our entire schedule against the top teams in the sport. Like you're saying, you sat here. We're in the divisional round. We're in the playoffs. Successful. There were some fans calling for Shanahan's job earlier in the season. Yeah. And we came on this show and we were like, don't be stupid. Kyle's our man. Yet again, I wouldn't swap the head coach from Green Bay for hours. And I think Kyle's going to show that on, on Saturday, Sunday. And yes, we come on this show every week. We're biased. We're 49er fans. But I'm staying up till four or five o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get behind my team. And like you said, Nadja, I'm going to enjoy it. Absolutely yeah. looking forward to this one. So just sure. wanted to jump in there and back you up with that stat, mate, that we play
0: in the toughest in football. But it, it, I think if, if we've talked about everything we wanted to talk about, obviously, I missed a bit. So I don't know what you guys talked about. But Unless you another matchup, another player you want to mention? We haven't mentioned Hagen Mitchell enough. I think he's been absolutely amazing, and I think he's only been shadowed by how good Debo is. All pro Debo, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's going to have definitely over a hundred yards. He's going to he's he's going to break a big one, I reckon, um, on on Saturday, like a good seventy yarder or something.
2: I think I, I, I share your confidence because we're for a supposed warm weather team we're built for cold weather wins yeah the running game the short passing game and our trenches are excellent offensive line and defensive line uh, offensive and defensive line they're both very very good and i got that sort of feeling that to win a game like this that's what you need you need your foundation uh on on either side of the trenches and and i think overall we're better on both sides of the ball maybe marginally but I think we're we're better in those trenches and the more it becomes uh, a sticky uh, hard game of attrition and not a game of finesse and long balls the more we can we can impose that game on the more that suits us and the more that that's uncomfortable for Green Bay who have plan a Rogers to Devontae Adams, and then there's a long, long gap, and then there's plan B with something else. and That's probably harsh, but it's only slightly harsh, because that's what Green Bay thrive on. That's what wins them games time and time. It's what beat us, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams twice, and they march 50 yards down the field, kick a field goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was that connection, and that connection only, that won that game. It's, a, it's
0: almost a very similar matchup than what we just had uh, against the Cowboys, which are you know big play Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb, and if you take that away, they basically <laughs> don't don't have much to much to do. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I agree. I totally agree with everything you just said.
1: I, I think it was interesting that you think the uh, the the, the uh, either side the Lions going to be a close battle because I don't think it does. I think we've got much better both sides. Much better offensive line, much better defensive line, and I think that you're right. That is traditionally where a game has won, which is why I'm feeling so confident.
0: Yeah, I mean, the they they do have a very good defensive line. I think um, kind of underrated. Um, I think Devondre Campbell didn't he make it all pro. I think he's all pro, all pro inside. So you know that I've, that says a lot, um, really. But I'll double check because I can't remember, but I'm sure I saw his name and I was.
1: So it's interesting because he's wrong listed as a linebacker on PFF.
3: See, when you were away, Nadji, we tried to focus on the, the positive vibes, mate. We could have come on here. We could have criticised Jimmy. We could have picked fault in mm-hmm. the special teams. It's playoff football. It's a divisional round. The Packers are a good team. We're not going to come on here and say they're not, but we are equally a good team. And Lee, I'm going for a close game if we do. do
0: game predictions because that's what i did against the cowboys so yeah no, let's, do, new let's, let's new do predictions <laughs> uh, be, before we do prediction we, we need to find a, a, a code word for the competition which is <laughs> now going to be so many words to remember um, i'm so glad I, I hear in the comment people are taking notes and have not pads and stuff Taking well, did this you see, seriously. did you see Martin's it, comment? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> it's <was> pretty funny. <laughs> so. Yeah, please, if you write the, the code words down somewhere, physical, just make sure the police doesn't find it. It, it does sound kind of, uh, probably get you in jail at, at some point. Um, Can I draw now? Can we go for yeah, Fireball? Yeah, no,
3: for go Can for... we go for Fireball, considering it's going to be a cold-weather game and it's the chosen drink of choice for the 49er Fairfield UK? Um, happy for the suggestions, but I no, thought no, it kept that's... in um, tone with people writing it in the book. I thought it'd be quite a funny one, given the other words you've used. It's very true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do that. I'm, I'm
0: happy with that. Fireball, yeah. one word. Fireball, um, which you should definitely enjoy profusely on on Saturday night, just to um, get warm, basically. But yeah, let's get, let's get into prediction. Who wants to go first? Uh, if if Lee's got the music queued up and everything. Um, we can do that.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
0: you, you said you had it. Go on, go yeah, on. I'm going for a
3: 49ers victory. No surprise. and I think it's going to be a 28 to 21 victory for the 49ers. Oh
0: nice. Very nice. Gareth, Lee, Gareth, come on.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be slightly. It, it will depend on the weather on the on the final score. So I was going to cop out and just say something like Niners by three, but mm. I, I'm, I'm going to go for a 23 uh, 20 a Niners win. Nice. Okay. Close game.
1: B. Yeah, so I think I've changed my mind about three times since we uh, started <laughs> recording. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. I thought it was going to be very close, but you know what? I'm not so sure about that now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like. Where Paul was going, I'm going to go
0: 28, 24. Yes, Lee. Nice, very nice. Well, I I actually feel quite a lot more confident. Um, I don't think they've won. I don't think they looked bad once this season, and I think I've, I've having a week off is going to end the cold and all that is going to kind of make us the better team by by far. I'm I'm going for one. I think they lost. Yeah, me made, a bit hey. Yeah, but this didn't have Rogers, right? Or something like that. Mm. And I think, especially if he's still hurt with his toe, because we haven't talked about that, but his toe's broken or whatever. When it's cold, that's going to feel horrible on that hard floor. Anyway, I'm going for a blowout win. Uh, 30 to 10. Ooh. Oh, ho, ho. I like that one. Yes, please. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just feel it. I just,
3: I just feel it. It's, so you saying it's, you don't, with, want, you want, a a you don't no, want a roller coaster? You don't want a roller
0: coaster game at two, three, four, five in the morning this weekend? <laughs> no, no, no. I I want the NFC championship repeat, basically, which is going to end Rogers' career in Green Bay, and he's going to go somewhere else to play next year.
2: Any uh, any bold predictions for players? I I, I could see Debo doing a monster and getting yeah. something stupid like 150 yards on the ground and three touchdowns. So I'm going to go for that. Nice,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I like want to copy. One. Yeah, I going to copy Gareth. I was going to say Debo. Mine was going to be slightly less, but I'm fully behind that Gareth. So I'm just pinching yards as well. Put me down for that, magic. <laughs>
0: no, that's fine. That's good.
3: So um,
1: I, I'm going to go for a really bold prediction, and I think it's going to upset you all. Oh, <laughs> boo! I I think Debo will have less than twenty yards combined. Oh, oh. okay. we we're still wins. So I don't care. Who's shining? All of our other weapons. <laughs> yeah, it'll Are, be Mitchell. Are, I, I think Kittle, Mitchell, Jennings. Pick your points. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, my, my bold prediction is, I think Mitchell is, is going to break 200. See, the reason behind, I see where Garrow's coming
3: from, Um, someone posted it in the group earlier. If you check out the Guardian, the UK Guardian, had posted a Debo article today, and I clicked out. on it, not thinking much, and to be honest, it was really, I really enjoyed it, so... Just wanted to shout it out on the show for everyone to go and have a read of that one. I was talking about him playing running back and wide receiver, and I won't spoil it by, by, any, by, mark.
1: by any chance. Did you um, notice who the who the author of that was?
3: I didn't see the author. And I just literally read the article. I didn't I
0: didn't have a look at that. I apologize.
1: So you guys chat amongst yourself while I look that up.
0: <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna end the podcast because we're almost done, but. You, you look it
2: defensive, and, uh, defensive prediction. Uh, we, defensive. we haven't, like you said, we haven't seen the Nick Bosa game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Warner's played very well against Green Bay before. Yeah. So.
0: I'm going to stay away from making predictions from injured players, just in case. I don't want to jinx him or anything. But I think, I think Ambry's going to get another pick. Because um, he, he should have had one last week. Obviously, he's had one against the Rams. He should have had one against the Texans. So it's one on, one off, one on, one off so far. So I think Ambry Thomas is at least going to get a pick. Um, Because Roger's going to test him and because he's a rookie. And I think Ambry's going to make him pay.
2: I I can see Armstead having a good game. He's been on probably the best form of his career these last three or four games. Yeah, very Um, true. It's in kind of if. Maybe if Green Bay does have a weakness on the uh, offensive line, it's going to be perhaps more on the interior than the edges. And, of course, they're going to look at people like Arden Key and, and Nick Bosa now. And maybe Armstead just kind of gets forgotten in the middle because he, awesome. he does all that quiet, dirty work and doesn't doesn't make the headlines. Um, I'm sure Le Fleur is, uh, is going to be better prepared than that. But I could just see Armstead coming through with, say, a couple of sacks at key times. And of course yeah. pass rush this time of year, uh, with with that sort of weather, um, mm-hmm. you're looking at sack fumbles.
3: Yeah. So Yeah, we some Nadji <laughs> Borsa, Jones, Kay, Armstead, like said there. We just well, want how, to many, see.
0: how many sacks do you think we're gonna get come tall? total? There we go. There's a the question. If you don't want to choose one player, how many think how many do you think we're gonna have?
3: I'd like to a, see 20 team. to 30, but obviously that's me being very optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, that's a lot of
2: sacks. That's a <laughs> <hard time. laughs>
0: five plus? Yes, seven.
2: I, Yeah, I reckon five plus. And some of that might, you know, it depends on the weather. You, uh, you go after Rogers, you, you mm-hmm. tap him and he slips over and he falls down. That's a sack. Yeah, true. Not, true. Things can, can kind of happen in this weather, can't they? So, yeah, I, I reckon we'll get more than five. Because uh, we're fired up, the defensive line is is the best they've played, and they've just come off manhandling the Cowboys and hammering Dak into the floor, and and hitting it time and time again. And they know that's our formula. We do that on that side of the ball, and we run on. it <laughs> We have it in possession. Um, it's right. simple football.
3: See, Jimmy's Jimmy, Jimmy could, Jimmy's okay. strengths could play into our hands on on, on Saturday. Night, no, Naji. No, Aaron Rodgers wants to be the star of the show. He wants to be slinging the ball around where Jimmy understands his role in the team. And that, mm-hmm. like you've just said, with mm-hmm. the weather, could be the deciding factor. Yeah. Yeah. Where
0: did you find it?
1: I, I did. It's not who I thought it was. I actually thought it was uh, one of the members in the group. Oh, I was. He was a sorry. sports journalist and who has written an article about Debo within the last uh, week or two. Ah, uh, fair, right fair enough.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough. I was just saying, it was just nice to see the coverage in the UK press and the reason I pointed the article out, it was a lot more in-depth than I expected and it's just shown you the game's grown over here and like you said, I just wanted to to point out and if it was someone from the group lead, that would have been awesome but maybe next time. Yeah, maybe Maybe next next time.
1: time.
0: Maybe next time, for sure. Well, um, thank you everybody that listens to the show. Uh, Don't forget, you can... Leave us a comment either in a group or wherever you download your podcast. Leave us a, a rating as well if, if you haven't done that. Uh, that might help us, you know, reach more people and grow as a as a community. Um, the, you can also find the YouTube channel by searching 49 Niners Faithful UK." Um, until next time, stay safe and go Niners! Go Niners! niners. San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99, don't get it twisted, one and all, with five prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline, NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens,
3: Bill Belichick, we're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.